0: Who doesn't love Fridays? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello there. You are listening to the Deep in Roots podcast. My name is Carol Olger. I am an intuitive health coach and the founder of Deepen Roots Health Coaching. Check out what I do and the services I offer on Facebook and Instagram under Deepen Roots Health Coaching. There, you can book a free discovery call to talk about your health goals by clicking on the link in my bio. Deepen Roots podcast has been created to give listeners an inside look into my health coaching business specifically my one-on-one 90-day program, which helps my clients establish habits that serve them in developing intuition around their thoughts and gut health. I use science and logic, and I also use the power of thoughts, feelings, intuition, and sass because authenticity is not an option in my world. You know what else isn't an option? Trusting your gut. If this appeals to you, and you want to dive into your own abundant health journey, reach the hell on out to me. I'd love to hear from you. So let's get started. Welcome to episode 32. Hello, everyone. How are you doing? How are you feeling? Really? Really? What are your feelings? You know you have someone there somewhere. (laughs) Last week, I briefly mentioned what was on many Americans' minds, the insurrection on Capitol Hill. We all have our thoughts, and our feelings have been extremely heavy. Further casualties were confirmed after I had recorded last week's podcast and yeah, my mind's been heavy too. And it's been full of wanting to take action. In my case, this taking action is lending my ears to others whose minds are also heavy. It also means acting outside myself. I've recently had the pleasure of being a part of the IBM TV network. Mark Lee, the host of the radio show with Mark Lee, He looked me up on LinkedIn, saw my work, and he wanted me to talk with him on not one, but two of his shows. This week, I've had a chance to be on a podcaster's show for IBM TV. Looking back at these experiences and what I felt in general last week, I'm so incredibly honored to be a part of something that has allowed me to take my thoughts and feelings and apply them in a way that it helps others. Talking with other podcasters and coaches, authorities in their own fields, and scientists too, all from across the world. We're all human. We're all struggling in various ways, and the common theme is struggle. Another common theme is love and compassion. So as you go about your lives day in and out, no matter your struggles, directly and indirectly, take a moment to find the love and compassion headed to you and coming from you. It's there somewhere, even if you have to look a little harder. You know what else you have to look a little hard for? Studies and journals that don't demonize or provide misinformation about anything regarding gluten, but look around and you'll find promising and thorough research around non-celiac gluten sensitivity, celiac disease, and gut microbiota in general. It helps to look at articles from institutions with the word science in them too. (laughs) So let's get started. Gluten, is it your friend or is it your foe? Well, first things first, it helps to determine what it is. So gluten, what is it? Well, pretty much it's protein. It's the protein found in wheat. And that means essentially the following grains. You have wheat, rye, barley, and tritracal, which is a cross between wheat and rye. So the, the types of wheat that you should or, you know, it, it would be important to at least know that you know these names or say that you know these names. With wheat, you have wheat berries and durum, ammer semolina, spelt, Farina, farro, graham, as in cracker, graham cracker, <laughs> kamut or corazon wheat, and then einkorn. And then you, outside of those, you have oats. Now, oats do not contain gluten. However, some people eating oats from any source may complain of symptoms. This could be due to one or more several factors, including intolerance to the increase of fiber, food intolerances, contamination with gluten or wheat products, or rarely the development of an immune response to O-protein. Kind of like... A response to gluten proteins. So now you have processed foods containing wheat. There are breads, baked goods, soups, pasta, cereal, sauces like soy sauce that's made with crushed, well, crushed with wheat, then salad dressings, roux, those all have potential to mixed with gluten, you know, a lot of additives. Then there is sourdough bread. Now it's still wheat bread, but the fermentation process of the sourdough actually minimizes the amount of gluten in the bread. Some of those with non-celiac gluten sensitivity and even celiac disease can eat sourdough bread, myself included. And at least one other member of my family who has celiac. And it can actually be beneficial in terms of getting the vitamins and minerals otherwise missing from your diet. And you're getting that fermented dough hitting your digestive system and allowing for proper bowel movement. Now, there are processed foods that contain barley. I'm sure you've heard of them. You have malt. Which is malted barley flour, malted milk, milkshakes, malt extract, malt syrup, malt flavoring, malt vinegar, food coloring, soups, beer, brewer, brewer's yeast, and then foods processed or processed foods containing rye. You have rye bread, such as pumpernickel, rye beer, cereals. You know, so anytime you look in the back of, of a food label, you, you look back at the product and you read the ingredients and you see any of this, it's always helpful to kind of be like, oh, yeah, I've seen that before. Okay, yeah. You know, because products aren't always going to say contains wheat or contains gluten. So the more you know how they show up, or what they can show up as, the more helpful and beneficial it is to you. Now that we know what gluten is, let's talk about the nitty-gritty of gluten. Now, gluten essentially helps food maintain their shape. It acts as a glue that holds food together. It's a binder, which is why all the amazing bread contains gluten. And gluten free breads often look like Play Doh molds or crumbly messes. It's gotten better throughout the years, but still. And then you have digestive disorders related to gluten. I've talked about celiac disease, non celiac gluten sensitivity, and then you just have pretty much every autoimmune disease out there and some other. Digestive diseases and other diseases that may benefit from you at least backing off from gluten. Now, celiac disease, it's a serious autoimmune disease that occurs in genetically predisposed people where the ingestion of gluten leads to damage in the small intestine. It's estimated to affect 1 in 100 people worldwide. Over 2 million Americans are undiagnosed and are at risk for long-term health complications. And maybe even more. When people with celiac disease eat gluten, their body issues an autoimmune response that attacks the small intestine. These attacks lead to damage on the villi, which are small finger-like things that line the small intestine that promote nutrient absorption. So when the villi get damaged, nutrients cannot be absorbed properly into the body. Celiac disease is hereditary meaning that it runs in families. People with a first degree relative with celiac disease, meaning parent, child, sibling, have a one in 10 risk of developing celiac disease. Being personally being one of four living members on my mom's side of the family who has celiac disease, and there's at least one, unconfirmed, who, you know, has passed, I I, I definitely agree with that wholeheartedly. Uh, it's extremely hereditary. So if you have a first degree relative or even a second degree, you know, it's worth kind of looking into. So all of this information regarding celiac disease, if you're looking for concrete references all this is from celiac.org celiac.org i when i was first diagnosed i pretty much that was that was my scripture (laughs) i just combed through that website i wanted to know the what on what so it's a pretty good resource and from there, again, you have non-celiac gluten sensitivity, which is pretty much everything short of the extreme damage of the villi. You know, you may have some damage, but it's not beyond repair. And you may have digestive distress. You may have autoimmune symptoms where it pretty much feels like you're being poisoned, you know? So I love though that there's more steam and the medical community to take non-celiac gluten sensitivity, just as serious, like literally just as serious as celiac. And it should be. If you're having any type of response, (laughs) other than that was delicious from a food, that should be taken seriously. End of story. That is that. So those are the two major digestive disorders related to gluten. And again, as I stated before, there are so many studies in general that recommend People either laying off or eliminating gluten, depending on the severity or the case of autoimmune disease or digestive disease or whatever. Again, those cases, they're best to be discussed by your doctor, um, but those are instances where at least easing off or eliminating for a short time you know, eliminating gluten really does reap benefits, at least even for a short time. Now, the controversy around gluten. My goodness. (laughs) There are these things, these natural pesticides called ATI proteins. Their full name is Amylase trypsin inhibitors. So ATI, for short, for short, amylase trypsin inhibitors. They are now indicated as potential, as a potential cause of non-celiac gluten sensitivity, celiac and inflammation. ATI proteins are contained in the wheat itself. These are natural pro natural pesticides. So many plants have natural pesticides like poison ivy. <laughs> you touch poison ivy, you're going to get attacked by it aka itch a lot and um, these are not pesticides added by humans for farming pers- purposes but an inherent part of the plant put there by nature. So it's not as obvious as poison ivy, but yeah, it's kind of the same concept. It's nature's way of allowing plants to propagate by making them resistant to certain insects and pests. These ATI proteins are the wheat plants' defense mechanisms against invaders. So, if you already have food intolerances, specifically FODMAP intolerances, then gluten and all foods containing gluten is going to show up as an intolerance as well because your body isn't able to fight off invaders fighting off invaders. (laughs) The reaction occurs both uh, in both celiac and non-celiac patients and the authors hypothesize the authors of celiac MD. That's one of the other resources that I use for this. Um, It may play a role in other intestinal inflammatory conditions. A 2020 research paper has linked ATI proteins to colitis inflammation in the colon. Researchers are learning more about its role in other conditions such as Crohn's disease, ulcerative colitis, and IBS, also known as irritable bowel syndrome. This is why sometimes you can have issues with gluten that are not celiac disease-related. So if you're able to heal your gut, then you'll be able to eat gluten again or at least some forms. But yeah, definitely. Again, bring it, bringing it all back. Because of these ATI proteins, they're designed to attack the weak, right? So if you have a compromised compromised immune system specifically leaky gut you're going to be affected by this which is why so many people are like hey you know let's stay away from this but instead a lot of people are like let's stay away from this completely 100% though I'm going to say only because from experience And also because I have been told personally by doctors who have way more years in school than I do that if you're able to at any time eat gluten, quality gluten, then do it because there are some benefits to eating gluten. So that said... These are the cons of eliminating gluten from your diet completely if you do not have celiac disease or non-celiac gluten sensitivity. And really, these are cons in general because they kind of suck. <laughs> so cons. Lack of fiber in your diet. Many gluten-free products contain very little, little, little fiber and you're going to have de- deficiency in vitamins and minerals. So iron, calcium, vitamin D, folate, thiamine, riboflavin, niacin, you're unless you get these from a varied source of other foods such as greens, dairy, salmon, chickpeas, organ meats, beans, nuts, asparagus, um, brown rice, avocados. You know, unless you just have a super varied diet, you're going to miss a lot of these vitamins and minerals. And another con is increased type 2 diabetes risk. Because you're taking away the fiber, minerals, and vitamins of quality gluten products and replacing it with pre-made gluten-free products made with little fiber and more sugar, that's going to increase your risk. So the key is eating, instead of going for the the Udi's gluten-free white bread all day, every day. You gotta make sure, regardless, gluten-free lifestyle or not, eat a varied diet. Now, another con, gaining weight. Again, it's from eating gluten-free products. So stick with making your own gluten-free products with chia seeds, flaxseed, buckwheat, sorghum, quinoa, oats, gluten-free oats, amaranth, teff, corn, brown rice. So the takeaways. Really ask yourself. As you go through all of this and and you're listening to the podcast and you're like, hmm, I wonder, do I have issues with gluten? Ask yourself, why am I contemplating gluten going gluten-free? Why am I contemplating gluten, going gluten-free? Am I trying to fix myself or am I listening to my body? One way to kind of gauge that is to test. Test, test, test. Go to your doctor, cover your basis. If you feel content with his or her results and you're like, okay, you know, great, whatever, then awesome but if your voice is telling you there's something deeper then test know your body but keep testing if not celiac and also heal your gut regardless as i stated earlier so many of us have leaky gut syndrome wait a lot of us do so without healing your gut non-celiac gluten sensitivity celiac whatever regardless all your vitamins and minerals are going to be digested aren't going to be digested anyways and your super clean diet is just gonna go to shit literally another takeaway something else to ask yourself is Looking into quality gluten over quantity, as I stated earlier, look at chaya seeds, flaxseed, buckwheat, sorghum, quinoa, oats, amaranth, teff, corn, brown rice. You know, maybe it's just a matter of adding quality fibers to your diet. Look to those for, you know, some guide. See how that feels in your body. And as always, choose quality protein, fats, carbs, emphasis on fiber, and non starchy vegetables. And finally, eat your way through all your vitamins and minerals. Eat all the vegetables, eat them all. <laughs> if you're picky, Figure out what's comparable, you know? If you're a potato girl, see if you like jicama, you know? It's also a searchy vegetable. If you love white bread, try sourdough bread instead, you know? Just go for it. Think of food as vitamins, minerals, proteins, fats, carbs, Non-sergy veggies, you can't go wrong. So there you have it, y'all. Gluten. Friend or foe. <laughs> You've got the facts laid before you, but only you can decide if you want to treat it as the enemy as one of, or as one of your allies that you can refer to here and there or just a friendly passerby. Only you can decide that. The less you refer to gluten or any other food, aside from overly really processed food, really, as a total enemy, the healthier your mindset and your gut microbiome will be. Deepened Roots podcast covers elements of my one-on-one 90-day program, that is founded on the concepts of acting out of abundance instead of fear and going for what serves you. From time to time, I'll also cover what speaks to me, what's important in the moment, who's influenced my work, and even bring you interviews with like-minded business owners. I also encourage you to reach out and let me know what else you'd like me to talk about, what moves you, what speaks to you what serves you. Also, don't be shy. You can find me on my Facebook and Instagram pages by searching under Deepen Roots Health Coaching to not only book a discovery session by clicking on the link of my bio, but see the current happenings, musings, and shenanigans at Deepen Roots Health Coaching. Thank you so much for joining me, y'all, and I will see you next time.